Morning, friends. Pastor Chuck Blair here. Great to have you joining me this morning. And today we're looking at, a, at an interesting concept, the idea that you can be right and wrong at the exact same time. And, and it's, a, it's a beautiful way here in terms of how Emmanuel Swinburne holds. And Emmanuel Swinburne, for those of you joining us for the first time, he would be a theologian for this particular denomination that would, would closely mirror the way Martin Luther is held for, for the Lutheran Church. And uh, so he informs a lot of our of our theology, and and one of the ways he informs it is he t he talks about how to look at the Bible from a from a unique slant. And again, it's up to you whether uh, you like it or not. It's just here it is, and you get a chance to see it and sort of think over. Yeah, I wonder what what these Bible stories mean, which is really the whole point of it, just to get us thinking about this stuff. I believe. So today we're we're looking at this 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 really interesting line. So. For the context, Cain, the older uh, older brother, has slain Abel, the younger brother. What is right, picturing what is right, kind of overtaking and actually hurting what is loving, hurting it pretty badly. And, and that has its own consequences. And, and imagine, folks, you know, the example that they may sound a little esoteric, but just imagine your own relationship. You're with, you know, uh, someone you love. And if both of you focus or even one of you focuses obsessively of just this obsessive need to be right, you're going to damage the love. It's it's just, it's that simple. I mean, it's that much of a truism. And why is that? Because that's how we're created. We're created to be loving. We're actually not created to be right. So think about that for a minute. There's a, there's a humbling thought. Now, what's interesting with the way we hold this stuff in the new church is this is not to help us go out and diagnose other people to say, oh, I see them doing it and I see them doing that. And that. No, this is about looking at ourselves, like, where am I in this story? Where am I doing that? And that's what I need to look at, because that will help me to serve better into the world if I'm aware of the stuff in my heart that's getting in the way. And, and here's where an interesting concept comes up. Swedenborg holds this, and I, I do believe it to be true. He said, you know, he's using the word devil here. If you're uncomfortable with, with that word, just think of your ego or think of your darkness or think of shadow, whatever whatever phrase you, you might use. I'm going to use the word devil here. He believes that, that, that the devil actually, that all devils, all evil spirits, as they're often called in the new church, that they actually all know what's true. Believe it or not, they can they can know it just as well as anybody. Sometimes there's a there's a number of times where 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 he says, yeah, and they might even know it better. Hmm, there's something to think about. That's interesting, and it's it's not said in a way to say like truth doesn't matter. If somebody actually knows truth, that means that they're somehow bad or wrong or somehow evil. Not not that at all. It's it's just saying that look, you can you can take two people, one of whom abs both of them, excuse me, know absolutely what's right inside and out. They're they're well versed in all spiritual stuff. They know a lot of doctrine. And yet, if that is separated out from life, in other words, if Cain has slain Abel, if what is right has, has hurt what is loving, we will be right and totally wrong at the same time. That's, that's super important. The, it's, it's, not, it's just never right in this contest, and, and it's, it's never... Um, and we just need to be careful about life life needing to stack up evidence all the time. I mean, that's one of the ones I personally struggle with is when, 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 um, 
when people want to talk about a lot of evidence because or a lot of facts to prove certain things. And, and that's that's good. I mean, you want it. You want to have facts. You want to think through that way. And there's some things I really do believe morally we should just know are wrong. We, we shouldn't need to <laughs> prove it to us or have a list or have a big, long paper. It should just be like, look, that's that's wrong. This is right. How do we know the difference? Because it, it just isn't loving. I mean, if something's not loving, that's that's sort of the ultimate the ultimate test. And that's that's where we're trying to go, folks. And this is what, what this is hoping to do is is it's hoping to give faith a purpose. Faith, a lot of the time gets gets kind of uh, mislabeled. Sometimes faith is just kind of a once in a lifetime, like, all right, I have faith in, in Jesus and a story. Uh, and other times faith can can mean this deep intellectual thing like look how much faith they have and what we're really saying is look how much knowledge they have and and why none of those are bad things I mean actually they're incredibly good things and open us up to incredible things we have to remember that our faith has to have a purpose Curtis Childs talked about this yesterday at the the big new church live service you know faith has to have a purpose and faith is there to help us become more and more loving. Just think about that. Faith is there to help us become more and more loving. And if faith is not there to do that and faith is wounding, it can be filled with a million and one facts, a million and one correct facts, but it's going to totally miss the point. So, folks, just, just think about that, that for today for yourself. What's the purpose you would like faith to have? How could your faith and think about it as like this deep abiding trust? How could it how could it move you towards being a really loving person? I, I know for me, it, it keeps coming back. And, and again, I think people could answer this question a million different ways. For me, it keeps coming back to, OK, how does faith have purpose? Well, for me, it just means, yeah, God's here, too. You know, it's it's a hard season, folks. And um has been for for a while now and and even within that can we just have a faith that's just oh yeah god's here too because that will help us i think become more loving when we just go from that that basic point so folks that's the thought for the day faith has purpose what does that look like to you how does how does that work um and and yeah how does that work for you and just just thinking about that as we move into this week so that's my thought, my friends. I hope that makes sense. And, and what we're going to do now is now we're going to do a little meditation. We're going to do a little prayer. And, uh, and then we'll say hi to folks on social media. So with that, friends, let's get a little breath. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know that I. Be still. And know that. Be still and know. 
still and. Be still. Be. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so upon the earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, bring you peace, bring you home. Amen. So, folks, wishing you all the best. God bless. Just have a, have a great week. And just don't forget, you are created in God's image and likeness. And what does that mean? That means you are created to be loving. You're not created to always be right. <laughs> so there you go. All right, friends. Take care. And I uh, hope you join me from Staten Island tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.